from the moment you sin, grace abounds. This is something very powerful I would love to talk about today. I know that it will help you because it has helped me. And if you've been like me, you probably have had the mindset that whenever you make a mistake, whenever you sin or do wrong or do something that's not pleasing in the eyesight of the Lord, we think that God is angry with us. God's wrath is coming towards us. Oh, he's about to ruin my life. I could die. Things like that. That's what our human nature feels whenever we make a mistake towards God. But I want to talk to us today, and I believe there is hope offered in the word of God today. So let us dive into the word of God today. Greetings and salutations, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I would like to thank you for joining in on today's episode. Again, I am your host, Caleb McGrew, and this is the Text 10 Podcast. Praise the Lord, everybody, and happy Monday, and I want to wish you a happy new year, and I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas. Amen. There's a powerful verse in the scripture found in Romans 5 and verse 20. Romans 5 and verse 20. And this gives the whole lesson, or this just really points out the entire lesson, the point that I will be making in this episode. And I pray that the Lord leads me and guides me and say the right words that needs to be said to encourage someone that whenever we make a mistake, that there is grace available. So again, Romans 5 and verse 20, it says, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might be abound, but... Where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. I remember when I was a child, or I mean, I still do think about it now sometimes, but I remember when I was a child, whenever things I knew when I did it, I knew it was wrong. I can only imagine how upset my parents would be. I remember there was this one time, as a kid, my dad had this forklift, and when my dad, my mom and dad were out at a conference um, away, I think it was maybe in the state of Georgia, if I'm not mistaken, they were out of town, and I remember going and starting up my dad's forklift, and it to start it up, it's just a turn of a key, and you know, that's something a young, I think I was maybe seven or eight at the time, that was something easy for me to do. That forklift started up, and I remember having fun. I, I don't remember really messing with the controls, really trying to lift something. I, I don't think I was that adventurous to do something like that. But I remember whenever I went to turn it off, and it would not turn off. Because to turn it off, you had to turn the key, and also there was a lever you had to pull. And that lever... That was something I was not strong enough to pull. And I remember being so upset that I couldn't do it. But also I remember being so afraid 
of how much trouble I was going to get in because I had to tell my parents. I had to tell them that I can't get this forklift off. I started it up. I can't get it off. I can't turn it off. And I remember that. And also, there are some stories in my life, some experiences in my life, when I made probably the worst mistakes in my walk with God. And when I looked at God, I could see him being angry with me, him knowing my mistakes and knowing my sin and knowing my wrongdoings and knowing that God is so upset with me. I want to encourage someone today with this verse. That even in the midst of sin, look, I want to give somebody some encouragement today that even in the midst of our worst failures, grace abounds. Grace is the power to live above sin, power to live above mistakes. See, the enemy, Satan, what he would love to do whenever we sin, because we experience it a lot, whenever we fail God, whenever we disobey him and don't do what he's called us to do, he loves to condemn us. He's, he's going to show up to the condemnation party whenever you mess up. He's going to be the first one at their at your doorsteps, first one in your mind, first one that is trying to tear you down. But thank God the scripture doesn't stop there. It says where sin abounds. Grace abounds much more. So that means the moment that you make a mistake, the grace of God is so much bigger than the condemnation and so much bigger than your sin. You just have to believe which one you have to believe. You have to choose which one you're going to believe in. Am I going to believe in the condemnation or I'm going to have faith and believe in the grace of God that is able to lift me up above my sin, lift me up above my mistakes we don't have to wait to another church service to get to an altar to pray to God. We can pray to him right then in the midst of a mistake. If we do something wrong, say something wrong, do something wrong to someone, we can ask for forgiveness right there. Ask that person for forgiveness. We can ask God for forgiveness and his grace is right there. He is just and faithful. When we confess our sins, I got to bring that scripture out. It's found in first John. It's found in first John. If you have your scriptures, we're going there really quickly. Or if you have your Bibles, we're going there really quickly. First John chapter one, verse nine. It says, if we confess our sins, we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to what? To forgive us of our sins. Oh, man, I love that. And not only is he faithful and justful and, and just to forgive us of our sins, he is able to cleanse us also. My Lord. Oh, I, hey, we got to grab a hold of that. Even when we made the mistake, something was in us that was wrong, that should not have been there. And that moment that we ask for forgiveness and say, God, I receive your grace. He is faithful and just to not only forgive us, but to cleanse you of that wrong mindset that you have and to cleanse you of our fleshly desire or our fleshly will that wanted to do the wrong in the first place. So we got to recognize that whenever we make a mistake, it is something inside of us that made a wrong judgment call. But then God's grace 
grace is available right then and there to cleanse you of that mindset that was wrong in his sight. Oh, hallelujah. I thank God for that. Look, I don't have to wait months and years to be cleansed from a wrong attitude or impure thought right there in the moment. I can ask God, I need your grace. I got to walk in the grace of God because wherever I I have a sinful nature, I have a sinful nature. But also with me having God, I have the grace of God that is bigger than my sin, that is bigger than my failures, that is bigger than my faults. The grace of God is so powerful. And God wants to encourage the people today that no matter how big of sin it may be, it is not bigger than the grace of God. No matter what Satan is telling you right now, no matter what friends or family or or people that don't even like you, no matter what they're saying right now, the grace of God is bigger than your mistakes. The haters that would love to remind you of your mistakes, the grace of God is bigger. Bigger than your mistakes. And that's all you have to say. If someone brings up your past, the grace of God is bigger than that. Hallelujah. 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 There is a story that is found in John chapter 8. If you have your Bibles, let us turn there. John chapter 8. It is a very powerful story John chapter 8 verses 1 through 11 I, for the sake of the episode I'm not going to read it all but I'll give a I'll give a background of it and it talks about how how the scribes and the Pharisees these are the religion the religious leaders of that time the writers of the law these were the people who consider like your church leaders And they brought to Jesus a woman that was caught in the very act of adultery. Look at what the Pharisees and scribes says in John chapter eight, verses four. It says, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery. And look, they add this in the very act. So they caught this lady doing this. And then they bring her to Jesus. And look at this. Jesus makes it very clear that he's not concerned about what they're talking about because Jesus ends up. He ends up just kind of blowing their cover and just proving them wrong. It says he that he that is without sin cast the first stone. Oh, man. But that's not the point that God wants me to make here. He wants the point to be made right here in verses 10 through 11. After Jesus makes his point that he is without sin, cast the first stone, it says, when Jesus raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? Verse 11 said, she said, no one, Lord. And here's here's where grace comes into place and mercy. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go. And sin no more. Right there in that moment, Jesus could have cast judgment on that lady. He could have done it. But he showed mercy, which we all need his mercy whenever we sin. But also, he said, sin no more. He said, even in your when you're caught in the very act of doing wrong, I'm right here. To give you power to sin no more or to go back to that mistake again. That's the power 
of grace. God doesn't want us living below anything, anything of grace. If grace is the power to live above sin, God doesn't want us living below his grace because grace abounds to us all. The grace of God is for us all. The mercy of God is for us all. So I want us to be reminded of this scripture whenever we sin and whenever we make a mistake, the moment we catch ourselves, oh, that was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, that shouldn't be there. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have thought that. Remember this scripture, Romans 5 verses 20. Moreover, it says, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. The moment we make a mistake, I'm going to keep on saying it. The moment we make a mistake, Jesus is present with us in the midst of a mistake. We don't have to waddle in sin. We don't have to stay down in sin. We don't have to just sit there and just, oh, I messed up. God hates me. God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about me. God doesn't want us waddling in those thoughts. That's exactly where Satan wants us. God doesn't want us there. God wants us to walk in his grace because grace and mercy lifts you up even when you make the worst of mistakes. Grace is available whenever you sin right there when we sin, because we're all going to do it. But God wants us to know that grace is made available whenever we make a mistake. Jesus, I pray for everyone that is listening right now. I pray for everyone who may be down in sin and feel like they can't get out. They've been down in their guilt and their shame. God, I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that your scripture, your verses, your word has encouraged us, God. Lord, that it will lift us up, God, that you don't want us to stay down in our sin. Wherever you are, I want you to pray this right now. God, I believe in your grace. I trust in your grace. I refuse to stay down in my sin, in my shame, and my guilt. God, you have grace that is above my sin, that is greater than my sin. God, I need you. I need your mercy. I need your truth. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, over every listener, God, right now, Every Christian, every person that wants to begin their walk with God or feel like they've gone too far that they cannot walk with you. God, we rebuke the thought. We rebuke the condemnation. We come against the very thought that we cannot live for you, God, in the name of Jesus. Grace is a is abound much more in our mistakes. If you can say that while you're praying, grace abounded much more. My sin may be great, but his grace is greater. In the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you, Lord, for every listener right now. God, we pray that over us today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you have enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure that you have because we are humans that make mistakes. I ask that you would share this with someone. Don't just let it be for you because this is good news for everyone. The grace of God is available for us all. And something that is powerful, that the last scripture in the Bible, it says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.
So if grace has the last word, let us share that with someone today. Amen. I love you all. I pray that you have a great day and a blessed day in Jesus name.